Welcome to another episode of Strange Sauna. Hopefully everybody had a great Thanksgiving, great holiday. If you uh, celebrate that type of stuff, you know, it is what it is. But hey, we're here and today, you know, it's going to be a little different show. We're not going to be doing some deep dive kind of um, into one single topic. I wanted to kind of look at the, the stories that are happening in the news. There's a lot of crazy things happening. Uh, we just had the 322 day, which was November 18th. There was some crazy coincidences that happened on that day. A lot of synchronicities in the stories, in the news, and the events that happened. And not only that, but I do want to talk about this this car that exploded in Niagara Falls at this Rainbow Bridge. It's very interesting. There's some weird kind of numbers, the numerology involved with it, um, just all of the symbolism and, and some of the things that kind of just don't add up. So I wanted to kind of dive into this with everybody. So before we do, if you guys enjoy this channel, if you enjoy my show, hit the like button, leave a comment, share this show. You know, it really does help get the algorithm kind of off my back. It is one of those things that YouTube has. And if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, do leave a comment and rate the show. It does help kind of just boost the show up in the algorithm. So yes, thank you so much for helping out. I appreciate everything you guys do. All right, let's get steamy into this. So this first story that I want to jump into is this Niagara Falls couple that was driving in their Bentley and the Bentley crashed. It just, uh, something happened with the accelerator pedal. I don't know why I said it like that, but the accelerator pedal got stuck. Apparently, they couldn't stop, and then they just flew over this bridge, and kablammo. So this uh, this is a story from the Daily Mail. Niagara Falls father, Kurt Villani, 53, who was killed along with wife Monica in horror Rainbow Bridge Bentley explosion. They were both 53 years old, and their children add up to 53. I thought that that was odd. Probably nothing there, but I just I thought that that was very odd. So the the son is 26 and the daughter is 27. But they were driving along and you probably have seen this. They were in their Bentley uh, being driven by Mr. Villani at the time and he had told friends that there was a problem with the accelerator in the weeks before the accident. So we don't know just to be clear, right? We don't know if that was actually the cause of this crash, like by any means. It could have been something else. Maybe he was impaired. I don't know. But we'll see, right? So this is the guy. He was driving the car. That's Mr. Villani. And I, I think I'm saying that right. I, I don't know. My apologies if I'm not. But here is a screenshot of the actual video on the bridge. Now, this is their car coming up, and there's a the video of it right here where you can see these things, these guys are hauling ass, right? And you can see right up here in this, this white car goes flying. Now this is a slow-mo. You can see this car coming through here. I'll speed it up. And as it's coming through, there's the Bentley hits the curb. And that thing just shoots to the moon. Like that thing's not stopping. Right. And tragedy happens, you know what I mean? It it just, it hits a, like an outpost at the beginning of the bridge. This is where everybody's crossing the bridge. And the car just, kablammo, explodes. 
Now, when this first started, everybody thought, uh, you know, was this a terrorist attack? I mean, I know that they were put on notice. New York was put on notice with the the heavy flights and all this stuff because of the Thanksgiving weekend. So the, everybody's first thought was, hey, was this on purpose? You know, was this a car bomb or something? I know um, Governor Hochul came out saying something like, hey, we're going to look at this whole thing. But like you had Ted Cruz and, and like kind of all these Republicans coming out saying like, you know, we need to lock down the borders and all this. Stuff. I'm like, OK, let's put on the brakes here. Let's find out what happened. So we did find out that it was this couple, right? Um, apparently they're well-respected in their community. They're generous and thoughtful. Everybody, you know, like was talking about this story back when Kurt and his son, his 26 year old, uh, Kurt Jr. Were handing out 250 turkeys back in 2014 for Thanksgiving. (laughs) So nice people, but I mean, man, oh man, look at this. This is the aftermath. Everybody's saying, Hey, this is weird. Never seen anything like this. Um, something else that I found strange is right here in this Daily Mail article. It says, in July 1978, Villani's grandmother, Lorraine, was killed when she was flung from a boat that was traveling along the Niagara River at 3 a.m. The witching hour, everybody. That's when tragedy occurs. But this was right along the Niagara River. Villani's grandmother. Kurt M. and his wife, Gail Villani, were also on board at the time, but were unharmed. So the same people that died, they had their, one of their, uh, it was one of their grandmothers, flew off a boat and died. Right around the same area. At 3 a.m. I'm like, you're, you're running that boat at 3 a.m., Grandma? Dango. Right? So, yeah, the boat struck a bridge while Lorraine Villani was at the helm. The family later successfully sued the company that built the bridge after it found not to have been properly illuminated for $120,000 in 1984. All right, so they got $120,000 for grandma. But yeah, I just I was like, wow, tragedy and this family with the Niagara River. It's just like, what are the odds? You know what I mean? What are the damn odds? Not only that, but what are the odds of this? Surveillance camera video shows the moment of the vehicle explosion at Rainbow Bridge. The timestamp of this video was November 22nd at 1122 a.m. 1122 at 1122 a.m. So this car crashed on November 22nd, 1122 at 1122 a.m. What are the odds of that? Very suspicious. Is it not? So when you're looking at all of these these articles about this crash, they're confirming, yes, there's no sign of terrorism. Um, this is just, you know, the two people that were in that car, car exploded. But they're all saying airborne here. Airborne is the terminology that I'm seeing everywhere on these articles. And, you know, when you think about Bentley, their logo is a bee surrounded by wings. It's taking flight, right? It's airborne. That Bentley, it's going to go flying with those wings. Is it not? So I'm looking at this Bentley logo, and I'm going, okay, what's what's this all about? Is there some kind of strange ties with Bentley? 
And this article here is fabric, you know, fabric brands, whatever. But apparently they got a quote saying that according to Bentley, the wings on the logo are a symbol of the celestial. Celestial is in quotes. All right. Now, when the company first started using the winged emblem, the coloration and the number of feathers used would vary based on the version of the car. So vintage cars would have 14 hackles on the right and 13 on the left, while derby cars would have 11 and 10. The simplest cars usually would have wings with 10 feathers on each side, while asymmetrical wings are more common in racing cars, as this is considered to be good luck. So you're getting good luck. You're bringing in that superstition with this logo here. You know, the flying bee. So very strange. But that was back in the day when everybody put that thing on the top of the hood. You know what I mean? Like they had that little freaking, that statue, right? And some would call that statue the Icarus Bonnet Mascot. That's what they call it here. So I went to I went and looked up Bentley, okay? I'm I'm on bentleymotors.com. We're looking at the flying bee. There's the flying bee and the winged bee. Now the flying bee, I guess is um it was in the 1920s the a bonnet mascot was the ultimate automotive accessory. That's what we were just talking about. All these cars had it, right? Um these miniature sculptures embodied effortless power and speed and announced your arrival, and they just looked badass, okay? You're like, whoa, this guy's got a lot of money. But according to the celebrated artist F. Gordon Crosby, the guy who designed this flying bee, he also designed an Icarus bonnet mascot. When you're looking at this and you're going, Icarus? Why would he? What's, what's Icarus got to do with this? And the Icarus comes from the Greek mythology. Icarus. This guy fell from the heavens. And the story behind Icarus is that in Greek mythology, Icarus was the son of the master craftsman Daedalus, the architect of the labyrinth of Crete. And after Theseus, king of the Athens, uh, An enemy of Minos escaped from the labyrinth. King Minos suspected that Icarus and Daedalus had revealed the labyrinth's secrets and imprisoned them, either in a large tower overlooking the ocean or the labyrinth itself, depending on the account. Icarus and Daedalus escaped using wings that Daedalus constructed from feathers, threads from blankets, clothes, and beeswax. Daedalus warned Icarus first of complacency, and then of hubris, instructing him to fly neither too low nor too high, lest the sea's dampness clog his wings or the sun's heat melt them. Icarus ignored Daedalus's instructions not to fly too close to the sun, causing the beeswax in his wings to melt. Icarus fell from the sky, plunged into the sea, and drowned. The myth gave rise to the idiom, fly too close to the sun. So this guy flew too close to the sun, melted the wings off of his back, dropped down into the ocean, and drowned. Yes, so that is very interesting that you have this flying bee bringing in this Greek mythology. And you had the Bentley literally flying over this checkpoint onto this Niagara Falls bridge. Everything is uh, <clears throat> kind of adding up here.
Now, um, another thing about Icarus, too, is <clears throat> it involves the fire and the water death. Think about it. He flew too close to the sun, caught on fire, his wings burned away, and he drowned. Something very, very strange. And not only that, but uh, the upward triangle is fire and the downward triangle is water. You know, when, you, when you're thinking about sigil magic and stuff. So, very interesting. This happened on the Rainbow Bridge in Niagara Falls, right? And the Rainbow Bridge is shaped like a rainbow, right? So there's there's several rainbow bridges all around the world. There's a, there's a couple more in the United States. There's, you know, one in Utah, um, where Texas, Washington State, Hawaii. Uh, I think Tokyo and England have one. But, I mean, these things are heavily related to Norse mythology. See, I got Thor, Asgard, Midland. So in in, um, Norse mythology, the rainbow was a portal. It would connect people from the heavens to earth. It was the Bifrost, or the Bifrost, whatever you want to call it. And it was like this, this portal thing that they used. Here's the... The classic image that you see, you see like this Norseman blowing a horn and the rainbow is there. But it's all throughout that Thor movie. You know, Ragnarok. So the rainbow bridge symbology is coming in. And these people passed away on the rainbow bridge. The spot where you're connecting the earth to the heavens. So this thing was constructed on the Rainbow Bridge. And this was an engraving. So this image is is quite interesting. It's, you know, you got like your unicorn. I think this might be a lion or a dragon. I think, you know. But I found it. And this picture is actually the uh, Canadian coat of arms. So this Canadian coat of arms is inscribed. It's put on this statue, right? And you have this um, verse from the Bible here. This is Genesis, I think, 9-12. You know, and God said, this is the token of the covenant which I make between me and you and every living creature that this is with you. So essentially, this is the, the agreement between God and humans, that he would not flood the earth to destroy all flesh again. Right? And it's interesting that it came before 9-11, where 9-11 was the actual phrase where he says, and I will establish a covenant with you, neither shall I, or neither shall all flesh be cut off any more by the waters of a flood, neither shall there be any more flood to destroy the earth. So they have this inscribed on that bridge, the Rainbow Bridge. Another thing, too, is Niagara Falls has some history, has some very interesting history to it. So Niagara Falls is one of the seven wonders of the world. Uh, It's a group of three waterfalls, the Bridal Veil Falls, Horseshoe Falls, and American Falls, respectively. This spans the border between the Canadian province of Ontario and the state of New York. But at the Niagara Falls, you have the Devil's Hole State Park and the Cave of the Evil Spirit. This was just super bizarre to me. 
So the cave of the evil spirit, what is this thing? This is a small cave hidden in the Devil's Hole State Park called the Cave of the Evil Spirit. And according to legend, it's haunted by an evil spirit. And the warnings and prophecies of this evil spirit actually came true. And according to the Seneca people, the evil spirit inhabits the cave and misfortune and destruction follow anyone who dares to enter it. And this is the Native Americans that lived in this area. The Seneca people named this cave as such because the great spirit no longer loved them because of their war parties. When the land changed from falling rocks, rapids opened up and the evil spirits got out. Every time a brave man would go into the cave, he either never came back out or was maniacal upon return. In 1669, a Native American guide named Garan Kuthi led the Canadian explorer Robert Cavalier de La Salle through the area. He warned him not to enter the cave of the evil spirit. Why would you want to go in that thing? Oh, that's the cave of the evil spirit. Oh, take me right away. Come on, guide. Let's go. But LaSalle's curiosity got the best of him, and he ventured into the deep hole. Almost immediately, the evil spirit whispered to him and told him to return to Canada and enjoy his riches and fame. If he turned west, he would lose everything and eventually end up murdered and left in the woods. LaSalle ran from the cave completely terrified, but he didn't heed the warning of the evil spirit. As the legend goes, all of his fortunes had dwindled within a decade. LaSalle did as the evil spirit advised against and set out west, where later some of his men murdered him. To this day, the legend of the cave remains strong, and many visitors claim the cave is haunted. Aye, aye. I don't know. I would definitely not go in this thing. But you're thinking about all of these things combined, right? And I I found this other mythology here surrounding Niagara Falls. This was the Maid of the Mist legend. Where you have this Maid of the Mist where she would kind of uh, give herself up as an offering. All right? And perish in the Niagara Falls waters. And this, this was a, a another um, Native American kind of story here but I, I did find that this phrase was interesting in this article this says the non-native revisionist version however of this story demonized native culture by inventing a narrative that has the maiden being the victim of an annual human offering ritual I'm not going to say the word but this this word right here it is a human offering ritual, which is part of a tradition of this Native American custom. So I heard that this is a bunch of bunk. They're kind of just saying, hey, this is not true. But I did find it interesting that you're saying, okay, wait. So there's this story where there has to be a human offering at the Niagara Falls, right where you had these people kind of perish with their Bentley, the flying bee. You know, I don't know. And the story was that they were going to go to a Kiss concert, but then they changed their mind and went to a casino instead. And I'm like, wait a second, were they just out at the casino all night long? And then was this guy just super tired and then fell asleep and then just 
gas on the pedal. I don't know. But, you know, when you look at Icarus and you look at the flying bee biting off more than you can chew, was he betting away more than he could bet? I, I don't know. It's kind of a stretch there. But, yeah, it's just like one of those things where you're adding all these things together and you're looking at Niagara Falls. You're looking at the energy that it creates, right? Just that water, the 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 amount of kinetic energy that you're building there. And the history, the rainbow bridge, the terminology, the symbology. There's a lot that is is very strange with this one. We'll find out what happens here soon. I mean, hopefully there's going to be more to the story. You'll find out. Uh, I, You know, obviously, sadly, I don't think that they're going to have a toxicology report because the remains probably uh, inconclusive at this point. But <clears throat> yeah, keep an eye on this one. This one was a this one was a strange one. Okay, so another story that I do want to talk about is this whole Taylor Swift thing because an incident happened at one of her shows where there was, unfortunately, a 23-year-old girl who died, right? Now, this cascaded into a bunch of different events because she had to postpone the Saturday night after this record-breaking extreme temperatures. They're blaming it on the, uh, the climate, right? But what happened was you had this 23-year-old girl. She passed away from this cardiac event in this sweltering stadium, right? And you're having a bunch of different things happen, too, because this was right around the 322 day of the year. This happened right before. This was on November 17th, okay? This woman passes away. And Taylor Swift has to cancel. She doesn't have to, but she does. She cancels on the 322 day of the year, which is the skull and bones uh, symbolism there, right? So when we're looking at the number 322, and very interesting, if you look at this article, it's uh, you got some 332 here shares. It was very strange. But anyway, uh, when you're looking at skull and bones, they were this society at Yale, the Brotherhood of Death, a.k.a., the number 322 appears on the society's insignia and is said to refer to 322 BC when Athens lost the Lamian War and had to dissolve its democracy. A new government allowed only wealthy Athenians to remain citizens. Skull and Bones was founded in 1832. This was 191 years ago. So you got that 911 anagram in there, right? Yale was founded October 9th, 1701. It recently had its 322 anniversary. So this is, you know, the 322 year of Yale's existence. On October 9th, Yale's birthday, 2023, remember that story you had this 33-year-old man who slid into the central void at the 9-11 reflecting pool? 33 is another number that just is all entangled with this stuff. Taylor Swift is 33. Now, October 9th, again, was one day after Israel declared war on Hamas. So this was, they declared war on 10-8. One day after that, 10-9. That was Yale's birthday. Also on 322, so some some weird things happened in history on this uh, 322 day. Uh, the founder and the leader of Hamas, Sheikh Ahmad Yassin, was killed on March 22. This is March 22nd, 2004. The opening date of the Georgia Guidestones was March 22, 1980. 
In the film The Purge, the violence begins on March 21st at 7 p.m. and ends on March 22nd at 7 a.m. So George Bush and John Kerry were asked about being Skull and Bones members. I think that that was pretty interesting. You were both in Skull and Bones, the secret society. It's so secret we can't talk about it. What does that mean for America? The conspiracy theorists are going to go wild. I'm sure they are. I don't know. I haven't seen the web. Number 322. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first of all, he's not the nominee. And, uh, but, uh, look, I look for Are you prepared to lose? No, I'm not going to lose. You both were members of Skull and Bones, a secret society at Yale. What does that tell us? Uh, not much, because it's a secret. <laughs> Is there a secret handshake? Is there a secret code? I wish there were something secret I could manifest. 322, a secret number? Uh, there are all kinds of secrets. He wishes there was something secret that he could manifest? Hello? What are we talking about here, John Kerry? So that was very strange. So, yeah, George Bush, John Kerry infamously part of the Skull and Bones Society. Also on November 18th, the 322 day of the year, Elon's SpaceX launched its second Starship using all 33 Raptor engines. Now, this is very interesting, you guys. Okay, you had SpaceX come out here. Congratulations to the entire SpaceX team. Starship successfully lifts off under the power of all 33 Raptor engines. You also had the Starship standing at 232 feet. 322, all right? It's like, you know, you got that three and the two and the two in there. It exploded at three minutes and 22 seconds. So now this is part of the Starship rocket booster. It's not exploding, but it's it's separating or it's doing something. Some people say that it's hitting the firmament. I don't know about that, but... If you watch this video in the timestamp down here, right? This is the Starship flight test. So around 321, 322, boom. It exploded. Right? So that's pretty crazy. And not only that, back in February, you had SpaceX announcing its first launch. So this one that just happened on the 322 day, that was the second launch. On its first launch... Using all 33 engines, this was uh, February 8th it was coming out. If you take the dates February 8th, 2023 to November 18th, 2023, it's nine months and 11 days. 9-11. Just like that 33-year-old at the 9-11 reflecting pool slipped right in there. You know what I mean? That was on Yale's birthday. Yale is notorious for Skull and Bones, the 322. So you're combining all of these connections, all these numbers. Elon even posted this bizarre poll on X asking who will be the next president in 2032. And it's like, why are you asking about 2032? We're not even in 2024 yet, bro. So 2032, there's the three and the two and the two. You know, the zero doesn't count. But it's like you have that 322 right in that year. But why is he asking about this? You also had NASA release an image of a skull-shaped formation in the Sahara Desert on October 31st. And, I mean, this stuff is just, it's nuts. Look at this. Astronaut captures an image of a glowering skull lurking in a giant volcanic pit in the Sahara. Looks just like a skull, doesn't it? 
Look at that thing. Eyeballs, nose, once was a mouth. I don't know. Kind of looks like one. But yeah, that's October 31st. That was on uh, Samhain. Halloween. And look at this. The skull-shaped feature is located on the floor of Trau uh, Natron, also known as Dune Aurier, a 3,300-foot-wide 3, volcanic caldera, or crater. It just happens to be 3,300 feet wide. Like, what are the chances there? I mean, this number's popping up all over the place. 33. 322. 9-11. So, yeah, that's, uh, it's very interesting. Very interesting indeed. If you look at Elon Musk and his tweets, you have this one. He says, my wallpaper, right? November 20th, Monday, 10.05. But look at this. You have all 33 engines just sitting right there. He made the 33 engines his wallpaper. Am I right? So another thing that I noticed real quick before we get out of here is you had this Osama bin Laden's letter to America kind of go viral on TikTok, right? So it, it went viral on TikTok. It kind of stirred up the pot. Everybody was getting huff and puff about this thing. They had to ban the videos. But this happened on November 15th, right? November 15th, 2023. What's very strange is when you add up the dates, or if you do the date difference between November 15th and 9-11, 2025, it's 666 days. Could be a coincidence. I don't know. But why on November 15th does this letter to America go viral 21 years later on TikTok? Like, just on November 15th. You know, what are the chances? You know what I mean? Like, it could have been any month, any day of the week. Like, why November 15th? And that is exactly 666 days until 9-11. It is 2025, but I'm just saying, like 666 is like, it's one of those numbers that connects to some things here, all right? There's just a lot that is is adding up, a lot of connections between these numbers, the 23, the 322, 9-11, 33, and the Skull and Bones Society is just, it's all over this thing. You know, you had the Niagara Falls thing happen. A bunch of, of, of different numerical values there that just like are kind of in sync but don't really match up. But it's like, okay, 53, and then like the son and the daughter add up to 53. Um, just very strange, right? So, just some things in the news that I have noticed that are peculiar. Yes, hopefully you guys enjoyed this show. If you did, leave a like, leave a thumbs up, share the show, uh, leave a comment. I love hearing from you guys. And if you have anything to add, if there's any weird things going on in the news, please drop it in the comments. I will learn from you guys as well and, and maybe make it into the show, you know, and I can call you guys out. I love doing that. So, yeah, thank you guys so much for supporting the show. Love you all and enjoy the weekend and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Stay steamy.